After Talk is an exclusive Dr. Jane Ruby show feature brought to you by Triad Air Purifiers that stop shedding symptoms and keep you breathing allergen-free air wherever you are. Find them at airwaterhealing.com and don't forget to use the promo code RUBY for 10% off and free shipping. Now, please enjoy After Talk. Well, welcome to After Talk, an exclusive feature of the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. We just wrapped up an interview, a big two-part interview with attorney Todd Callender, who's brought truth about the artificial intelligence uh, to life for the American people, because when we're forewarned, we are forearmed. And the good news is, the more aware we are as a people, Todd says, the better the chance we have to push back on these psychopathic killers that are running our governments. So happy that Todd has agreed to come back once again to After Talk. Yay! I like your characterization, psychopathic killers, because it's <laughs> accurate. It's exactly right, Doctor. You say it like it is, and I'm really pleased about that. Thank you. Well, you taught me well. What can I say? <laughs> you said, well, call it what it is. It is. The truth is what it is. And that's actually the cool part about this, that what others call the, you know, the alt media. Um, you're the real media. You know, you're the ones out here. Thank God for you and your tenacity, doctor, um, because without you, people wouldn't have a prayer. I mean that. Seriously, you've been at this. And this that's actually the good news. There, here is the good news. You asked what it is. Yeah. Three years later. Three years later. Let's get some progress and, and, update. And we're and we're here. There is progress. But I want people to understand this, that in August of 2021, um, you were one of our principal affiates in our case for a temporary restraining order to stop the Department of Defense from inoculating with this experimental shot, this COVID countermeasure, a poison, um, 1.4 million people. And we used your um, your information, your scored testimony to do that, and albeit we didn't get the, the temporary restraining order, what we did get was that uh, Mr. Austin, I hate calling him Secretary, Mr. Austin I know. was embarrassed by the use of force authorization, and they put that in the drawer, and we haven't seen it since. They've given themselves the authority to do it, um, but, but the pushback we created was so huge that they, so, they banned that idea. They put it away. Yeah, I mean, when you say an affiant, so people understand, Experts file these, it's an affidavit sworn affidavit. under oath right. sworn uh, to be truth, truthful, right? Sworn testimony. Uh, I uh, know you've used several. Oh. From qualified people. This is the other part. You aren't just a fact witness. You're an expert witness. It means that I had to go to the trouble of convincing the court that you have sufficient expertise to be considered an expert in this regard on this subject thank, matter. And we thank you. That. Thank you for saying that yeah. because I get a lot of hits from ankle biters in social media who say, well, you're not a real doctor, and you're not this, you're not that, whatever. But the point is um, that affidavit was, to me, was very particular and special because yes. it educated the court as to, in my expert opinion, that these all these EUAs and subsequent approvals were illegal because the FDA didn't even follow its own regulations. And right. what I did was, what might be interesting for people if they go to see it on drjaneruby.com, my website, there you can click on a link and download a copy of it is that I explained the way the process cool. normally goes in pharma drug development. 
And that was where yeah. I was able to use my expertise. Because honestly, Todd, for 10 years, I lived in D.C. I did a lot of political yeah. stuff. Uh, I never thought I would use my pharma and yeah. medical background. <laughs> there you go. And you did. And, so there and you by are. the way, you've got, you've got a very impressive curriculum vitae. Uh, and, well, and thanks. Was, yeah. Thank you. And I think that, um, that was probative and persuasive to the court. So tell them. So, so that was Navy SEALs. Ver, v. No, Austin. It, oh, no. it was it was Robert V. Austin. It was the first case filed against the the federal government, um, and we're the only one that's really still going. the The government, um, it, as represented by the Department of Justice and the judiciary, right, the courts themselves, have said this matter is not justiciable. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to mm. know anything about it. All of the federal lawsuits, the, the lawyers like myself and, and co-counsel to me, all of them we filed have been dismissed against the DOD. Our government, the, gov the judiciary says it's not justiciable. The matter has already been settled. Of course, it has not been settled. We have not quit. Um, even though our case was, was dismissed out of the 10th Circuit Court of Appeals, we filed our petition in the Supreme Court last week. The threshold issue, doctor, is one we're not going to go away on. And that is, according to existing law right now, the way that the law reads, it's case law, molecular pathology versus myriad genetics, 2013, U.S. Supreme Court says the synthetic product of gene editing, gene modification is owned by the patent holders. We know that these shots, thanks to your testimony and that of others like you, these shots are gene modification shots, the one that they gave everybody for COVID vaccines. Um, and that and that the genomes of the people that got the shots were changed. That means the people that got the shots, according to existing case law, those people are owned by the patent owners. Well, in 1865, our country outlawed slavery. You don't get to own people. Mm. And that's what we said to the court is it's illegal. You can't own people. So you got to strike this whole thing out. OK. And, and, and um, abolish it. And we abolish did abolish gene modification. Uh, without people agreeing to it. Without informed consent. And uh, I, I want people to be aware of the fact that you and I did a show, uh, I don't know if it was a year ago or so, but it, the, in the title is Human Cyborg, and it got just hundreds of thousands of views worldwide. Homo Borg Genesis. Homo Borg Genesis, so look that up, it's in That's my right. Rumble channel, and you just you gave an incredible presentation on that one, um, Todd. Yes. I want to ask you a question that, that uh, people ask me all the time. Of course, I'm not a legal tra trained person at all, but there are some, I, I don't want to get sued again, but I, some people I think are operatives, but it's a bunch of people, so they can't pinpoint it on one. They're going around yeah. saying, oh, come on, you can sue Pfizer now. Don't worry about the PrEP Act. And we've got 90, a list of 90 lawyers you can choose from, and everybody come running. We're going to have a conference or two in the spring. And Sasha Latipova and I are getting, you know, like a little, you know, criticism for, oh, you're trying to say Pfizer can't be sued. You're sticking up for, no, no, no. Anybody who knows my work knows I'm not, neither of us are sticking up for Pfizer. But the question yeah. I want to ask you as a lawyer is, is, is it, I mean, are they being led down a primrose path? And you know what you can sue and what you can't. So where are we yeah. in that? Well, first, I want to say this. I, I love Sasha. I love yeah. you. I love Catherine Watt. You, you all are, you know, the guardians of truth. And, and I really, truly mean that. You're very careful about how it is you display things and, and the research that you put into things. You're precise. Um, and, and so I think that's part of the issue is that people are under the impression because there's been a handful of cases in the state courts 
mm-hmm. that have had some luck getting through the motion to dismiss process. So the PREP Act is still in force, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But some lawyers have figured out that if they sue under state um, notions in the state courts with negligence, for example, mm-hmm. um, that they can um, bypass that federal immunity. At least they think those cases are progressing. There is nothing for sure that's been done yet. We have a case that we've created. It's, it's uh, better than 100 um, pages complaint that uses the alien tort statute to eliminate the immunity provisions of the PREP Act as well, because foreign litigants seemingly have superior rights than other U.S. people. So hmm. we're still getting through this process, is what I'm trying to say, doctor. Sure, trying um, to figure it out how, where the holes might be. And that's it. it <clears> it's, <throat> it's like throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks. And somebody is going to have that that hit. And by the way, my friend and colleague, uh, co-director of Hub, Jamie Shear involved in in the case against Desiger Gilead. She is. She's an awesome yeah. lawyer. Um, and so those are also going forward. Hospital homicide cases are going forward. Yep. The problem, doctor, is there aren't that many of us out there. Throughout this fight, there's about 100 lawyers that I've counted on our side. That means there's more than a million lawyers on the other side. Mm. And we've been waiting for the big law firms to say, oh, great, there's money to be had. They have it. That is, speaks very poorly about my profession, and I'm sorry to admit to it as being the case. Yeah. But there's a handful of us out here doing our level best to try and get through these barriers, and we are. It, it, it's a day and night thing, I promise you. We're all really okay. tired. So, so Robert V. Austin, that's Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, who's a, a subhuman, um, that case is has been filed with the Supreme Court, but you have yeah. to wait. My understanding is you will have to wait to see if they will accept it. Is that how it works? Yeah, that's right. It's a petition to to be heard. Um, and we're hopeful, thanks to this, you know, your presentation, your show, your light on the subject matter, if the if the court deems it politically sensitive enough, they'll they'll hear the case. So what I want people to understand is that your rights as a human being are at stake. And if the Supreme Court doesn't hear this and reverse or better describe what happened in molecular pathology versus spirit genetics, if they don't get around to that, the law is your own. If you've been genetically modified, you are no longer human and you are owned. You are chattel mm. property. You have no rights. It is in your best interest to support our petition to the Supreme Court. Get this case heard and make the court find Guess what? Slavery is not allowed. It's against human rights. It's against the Constitution. We outlawed it in 1865. Okay. What's the next step if there's two possibilities? They say we're not going to hear it, or they say we're going to hear it. And they say, I mean, I can't imagine them, but who knows? But then they rule that it is illegal to own something you've changed by patent. There is, this is the problem, and I think this is why the Tenth Circuit didn't want to hear it. We petitioned on bunk for the entirety of the Tenth Circuit to hear our case, and they said, blah, 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 we're not going to hear it. Why? There's no good answer, doctor, because there were billions, if not trillions of dollars spent on these patents, just the stuff we talked about a few minutes Mm. ago, installing hardware to read people's biorhythms, to harness you and I as cloud computing nodes, as batteries. They spent billions of dollars not just patenting this stuff, but perfecting it, installing it. Think about how much money it took to, to um, produce those kill shots, to install the hardware. Yeah, a lot of money. Billions of people. 
So if the court says you don't get to own people, what happens to all that money they spent? It was for naught. If, on the other hand, they say, guess what? Owning people is illegal, then you're going to have a whole lot of really I'm sorry, sad guys on that side, really happy on our side. But if the court says, yes, you're owned, you're chattel property, then I pray to God people would be up in arms and say, no, we're not going to be somebody enslaved. You would pray that humanity would unite around this, if nothing else, and say, no. Yeah. Well, the, God's creations. Of course. But the problem is the way they own is not like coming to your house and putting handcuffs on your wrist. It's they're going that, that would give them the right to continue to manipulate bodies. Right. And they already are, doctor. They are right. manipulating us from the inside. They don't need handcuffs because they've already got control through our biorhythms, through the electronic impulses. They have the ability to control what we think. They mm. have the ability to harness our biorhythms as a as a energy source. Yes. So yes. and the, the reality is they, they don't need handcuffs. And you did a great job in the show. I want to encourage everyone to go back and watch Wednesday night's show, the two-part interview, where you explained uh, the the what the wireless body, you know, area, the, the controlling us as we are. Uh, and you'll learn in that those two parts uh, that we are actually conductance. Where we were designed that way, not for this, but whatever. So I want to I want to get back to. Uh, not just giving people false hope or throwing out a piece of meat, Todd, but in general, maybe we could switch to kind of the, you know, the, the, our, the philosophical discussions that sometimes we have off camera about uh, where is this going? It looks like there are some days when it looks like they've got everything under control, you know, in control rather badly, and that we are going to be, you know, uh, filled with some of this material, at least some of us more Stimulated. than others. Right. Um, <laughs> So let's talk philosophically about where we do find our strength and our hope. And, you know, somewhere in between, like throwing it up to God, we know we are all trying to get very much closer because that's really, that's yeah. it. But that's in between it. living everyday life, let's talk about some of your philosophy in terms of how to stay positive, live, enjoy what we have for now while we're fighting the good fight. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying lay down, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's a great question, and I appreciate you asking it because uh, I wonder myself sometimes. Not many people ask you that. <laughs> it, well, it, 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 what I've the answer is really this: I feel blessed to be here with you and others like you, that we are fulfilling the mission we were built for, um, and I think all of humanity is. This moment in time mm. is foretold by a lot of holy books, not just the Bible, and the question is, what's going to come as a result of it? We're simply fulfilling our jobs. We're doing our jobs, or what we're built to do. And I take joy in that. We Look, we're all going to die. Do you know why? Because life is hazardous to your health. <laughs> From the moment that you're born, it is foretold, it is predetermined you're going to die. The question is, is what, are you doing? what are you doing with your time while you're here? And we have purpose, doctor. That's we the do. cool we part. Have big we have purpose. We rejoice in purpose. And, and it's so fun. I've met the coolest people on this journey, yourself included. I really, truly mean that. You know, when you think about it that way, you know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great point. Uh, I've probably, I thought that when I was going into my 60s and 70s, that I would just have a simpler life. I would know fewer and fewer people. Uh, you know, it's not like when you're in your working life and you just have friends all over the world or all over the country. 
And instead, it was the extreme opposite, extreme. I've probably met and interacted and befriended and loved uh, and, and sometimes disliked greatly, um, probably <laughs> many more thousands, thousands of people. Yeah. Um, it has truly been a journey. And I, I think for those people watching right now, it's not just those of us that somehow stumbled in some ways into a voice and a platform and an ability to you know, warn and get this out, right? Yeah. It, it's also, um, it's, it's for the, all of you out there. You're playing some yes. role. You're watching this. You're learning yes. something new. You're taking it somewhere else, right? Didn't know if you had a thought about Where that. Humanity is arising. That's the cool part. Yeah. Is that you know you can feel it. We're all connected. There's a connected consciousness. And the more we talk about it, the more tenacious you are in delivering the message. More people are getting it. And as they arise, you can feel it. And there's a there's a tidal change, Doctor. And look, at the end of the day, it's important. I, I keep saying it, but it's true. We're still here. That gives people the courage to stand on their own, and we're seeing it. So you had just the other day, the WHO came out and said 194 countries agree that we have plenary power. They've mm. agreed to the international health regulation amendments. We're now in charge of everything. And you know what? There's only 194 countries and some territories on top of that. And of those 194 countries, I know two that said, no, that's not true. Costa Rica and New Zealand said, no, 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 wait. That's not so. In fact, I think Russia did the same thing. The, the point is you can't have a one-world government. You can't have plenary monolithic power where there's competition. And mm -hmm. now we've got competition forming, whether that's um, the BRICS currency against central bank digital currencies or whether that's even notions. It's the marketplace of ideas. It persists. We're still here. We're still talking. We're still debating. We're still yeah. thinking. And as long as we're doing that, doctor, we're still in charge. That's true because we have we have free will. We still have free will, whether it feels like that or not. I wanted to ask you. Um, last night I went to, or the, a couple of nights ago, I went to um, an interesting meeting of citizens. Uh, it's an assembly group, and they were trying to educate people on citizen grand juries. And yeah. and if you could just say a word or two about what your thoughts are about that. In other words, it's groundswell sure. of. Uh, uh, an assembly and the importance of the word assembly in the constitution instead of protest yeah. or gathering. And then the other piece is we're going to need a lot of expert witnesses. If we do have citizen grand juries, yes. say a few words. I don't know if you had any thoughts about that. Well, I, I do look, I love the concept of citizen grand juries. It's no different in, in many respects, the thought process to citizen soldiers. It's what our national mm, guard is. Militia. Deputized citizens, sheriffs reserve onto themselves. The like right it. to deputize citizens. When a country is sovereign, how does that happen? It's a group of people that stake out a piece of ground and they say, this is ours. We're jointly defending it. and We're jointly exploiting the resources to it. That's how countries are born. The same thing is how countries are kept because the citizens get together and say, this is our land. We're defending it together. That's really what you're talking about. Sovereigns have court systems. They have legal systems. They have defense systems. All of those things arise from people coming together and agreeing yeah. it. So the, yeah. the concept of citizen grand juries is outstanding. I love it. There is a mix match in some states that allow them to actually bring the, the charges and do something about it. Other states, as the law sits today, mm -hmm. say, mm -hmm. no, that's reserved solely to the courts or the attorney general, whomever it is designated. Generally, the, the government reserves to itself the monopoly on power over criminal conduct. Uh, 
and citizen grand juries are, are, are something that takes that away from the government and gives it to the people, which conceptually, in my view, is the best thing that we could do. In days not that long ago, there were territories in the Western United States, Colorado being one of them, it's where I'm from. And citizens got together and they, they elected sheriffs and they appointed judges and they did all of those things. And I think we're back there. Our mm. federal government, Joe Biden, dissolved our country on January 10th of this year. He made the Declaration of North America. He dissolved our borders. That is dissolving our sovereignty. There's a vacuum. I and see. these citizen grand mm. juries are filling that vacuum. Mm -hmm. if, the, if the government abandoned our country, then we're going to pick it up and do it ourselves. So forget about, you know, Joe Biden, whatever it is he's saying. It doesn't count anyway because he declared the nation over. So wow. So get together, congregate, make your juries, appoint your judges, appoint your prosecutors. And, by the way, we also are going to need jails and law enforcement officers. Um, wouldn't it be great if we could use the ones already there, right? Sheriffs are already there. County court judges are already there. They right. already have the power. We don't need to go get them more power because they're empowered by the state constitutions, the laws on the books. Everybody's already agreed to it. They went through the legal process. Use what we have, if at all possible. Beautifully said. And the point you raised a couple times, like kind of indirectly, but not really that indirectly, is it all it, it has a lot to do with the legality of all this has a lot to do with your state constitution you need to be really proficient in understanding your state constitution and todd what do you think do you think that um as this really blows up and out and it's going to go that way uh civil wars in different pockets and people taking on grand juries the way people will learn legal citizens grand juries work it's not just indicting somebody and running off they actually take over like you said the area um i i, I just what i wanted to ask you was the these these people um when they, once they understand it they'll be working within their state constitutions but i'm worried that the illegals coming in yeah are going to be so they're going to be they're going to be replacing they're going to be, they're not yeah. going to speak much English. They're not going to take an oath of office. They're not going to be Americans. Uh, th that was my one concern. Not necessarily. Yeah. And take so, the and law enforcement, take the place of law enforcement. Well, that's that's happening, right? The, the military has dropped its language requirement. It's dropped its education requirement. We see illegal aliens now being uh, recruited to work in law enforcement. That is happening. It was by design. Scary. But I think we have an opportunity. We, we have an opportunity here, Doctor, and that is as there's a void created by the owners who are missing. Look, you and I wouldn't still be here if the owners were in charge. You and I would be long dead, carted away. Good point. <laughs> they are missing. The top cover is gone. What okay. that means is as these people are coming across the border, um, a great many of those are actually, I think, you know, good people, particularly the Latin Americans that are coming up. I love that culture. They're, they're God, country, and family kind of people. They make for great Americans. Absolutely. So there's a lot of these people that we can welcome into this prospect, this okay. joint defense pact, this joint exploitation pact. Lord knows we've got a lot of dead and injured here and on the way. But rather than, um, than focusing on our division, let's focus on the first and foremost important thing, and that is we're all humans. We are all God's creation. And if those people aren't being paid by the United Nations or paid by our government, air quotes, uh, to destroy us, then wouldn't they make for great allies because we share that same common principle. We're humans first. 
We're here to save our species. And as people wake up to this reality, Doctor, I pray to God they wake up to this reality. We are in the middle of an extinction level event. And if we don't unite, if we don't put away our differences, our oh. divisions, we are doomed. If we don't, that's right. You have a lot of hope for the future, but not unless people really start to take notice and start to participate big time. Extinction level event. Wow, there's another bomb dropper. Bomb dropped. That's <laughs> well, true. I mean, we, we, everything we've gone through, one way or another, leads to the same result. An extinction-level event talks about the eradication of a species. Based on everything we've talked about, are we, are any of us still Homo sapiens sapien? Are we all Homo borgenesis now? And if so, who owns us? And, and are we going to tolerate that? And my sense is you and I are still talking. We're still thinking. We're still fighting. Um, no, I love I, that. I'm not owned. I'm not owned. I'm my own man. And you know what? So are you. You're your own person. And we can unite and we can jointly defend this. We can stop this. All we have to do is collaborate. We have to get on the same wavelength. And, and it's sheer determination. It's willpower. Get off the couch. Stop watching the stupid basketball game or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Me, me, Take a little me, time to save your world. Say absolutely. And, and learn. The cool part I, I always love about you, Dr. Jane is you put up the, the same documents you and I are talking about. People come, read them for yourself. Don't believe us. And share them with everybody and say, holy cow, did you know that there's standards now for, for internal communications? Our bodies are putting out signals and people are regulating that. They're share that. You and I didn't come up with this. We didn't make it up. We're just telling people what we found. Right, and it's well-supported, that's for sure. Um, Todd, I really want to thank you for your generosity of time and spirit and coming on to After Talk. Uh, before we say goodbye to you, uh, is, is there? I, I want to talk about where people can. You always give more value than anything that anybody <laughs> know, but you've got so You're many so things kind. going. I want people to be aware of VaxChoice.com. Help. Yeah. So let's lay out where they can find you, your teams, your work, Dr. Vliet, amazing yeah. colleague. Good. Let's start. So, run me down the line a little bit before we let you go. All right. So if you're looking for the, the protocols, the answers to your questions about medicine, you go visit Truth for Health Foundation. The doctor, Lee, yourself, other very learned people have put together protocols to help people. I'm a lawyer, not a doctor. So go there. Um, if you're looking for self-help, legal materials um, and evidence. We've created this repository of both of those things at Vax Choice. We started about three years ago including the, the original criminal complaint we drafted, which is still valid, by the way. Go download it and start filing that. Fantastic, open, yep. Open your conversation. Bring with it your to sheriff. your sheriff. Right. Exactly. Go have a chat. And, by the way, ask where their oath of office is. And then, <laughs> lastly, you can find me um, at CloudHub. So we took over the, the company um, earlier this year, and it's become uh, another full-time job when I don't have time for it, but I'm really enjoying it now. Um, it's a social media platform. And the cool part is this, right? So we'll put Dr. Jane's show out on Cloud Hub. Yeah. Um, we built Truth Hub, which is the ability now for people to communicate anywhere in the world on a browser-based video conferencing. We're not keeping your data. We don't want your data. It's anonymous. It's private. And therefore, it's freedom. Um, come use it, and you can bypass the gatekeepers of, of information. The gatekeepers of truth are no more as we all switch to Truth Hub. It's a great concept. So it's Truth Hub. Dot com, but it's That's, within Cloud Hub, and I'm. I it's actually meetings. It's actually meetings at um, 
Cloud Hub. Truth Hub is simply a brand of Cloud Hub. So oh, if you go okay. to Cloud Hub and you go to the meetings, For it's the all right there. Oh, that's right. So without, I hate to use another brand name, but Truth Hub is like the free equivalent of Zoom. Would that be a fair? It's exactly right. Okay. There, okay. We have an English only version. Uh, people get 30 minutes for free use of it. And if you want, like all the bells and whistles and the translation, um, then it's 21 bucks a awesome. month. Unlimited. That's, un that's unbelievable. That's crazy. Unbelievable. Okay. No, thank I, you. That's, that's important <laughs> for people to know. We got to keep getting it out so that it'll build. So anyway, Todd, thank you. Yeah, well, this is yeah. it, Doc. Sorry, but the, no, you what go. you said is so, it's so important. We've got to open these lines of communications with others, and we've got to bypass these barriers, right? We've got to get over the fear of somebody because they come from a different country. If we engage with them on the things that we share, starting with humanity, we can overcome this. We really can. And, and yeah. if we don't want our extinction to happen, then we have to. And so that comes, and that doing. absolutely, and that coming together is the beautiful part of it, right? We yeah, realize how right. connected we all really are against this horrible evil. So, right. yeah, thank you, Todd. Thanks so much again, and uh, we'll we'll see you the next time. I'm sure people are going to really enjoy the show and the after talk. You bring so Always much my to it. Yeah. Always, my, God bless you, Doctor. For all God that bless you, do. you too. You too. Thanks again for being with us. And that's it for after talk. We'll see you next time. Hi everyone, Dr. Jane Ruby here with a quick message on how you should be protecting your retirement funds, your 401k, your IRAs. Did you know that you can protect them with physical gold and silver to avoid losing everything that you've built over your lifetime? Please call the experts at Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. At least talk to an expert, learn more about how you can protect what you've built up so that if things go crazy, as we know they will in this economy, you've got some of your investments protected with tangible physical gold and silver. Every bit as valuable as real estate, something you can touch, they can't turn off, you know, with a flick of a switch. Call the people at Augusta Precious Metals. They're wonderful. They will educate you on what this is all about and what you need to do. And they will also provide you with some warnings about how to protect yourself from other companies that may be spreading lies and scamming you. That's Augusta Precious Metals at 888-836-1890. Medical disclaimer, the Dr. Jane Ruby Show does not provide medical advice. The information, including but not limited to, texts, graphics, images, and other material contained on this show are for informational purposes only and does not establish any kind of patient-client relationship by your viewing or attempt to communicate with Dr. Jane Ruby. No material presented on the show is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice diagnosis or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking a new health care regimen. And never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have seen on the show. Thank you for watching.